You're listening to Your Highest Self Podcast, episode number 25, How to Find Your Purpose. Hey guys, happy Monday. Welcome back to the show. If you are new, welcome. And if you're a returning listener, thank you so much for coming on back and to everyone. I'm so glad to have you here investing in your mind and doing it with me today. So if you are new, my name is Shanae. I'm a retired WBFF Bikini Pro, and this podcast, we talk about holistic solutions for your fitness, nutrition, and mindset for your journey towards your highest self. And if you're curious about what that means, it is the you that you know you are. It is that like intuition and the deep inner knowing of the potential that you have to be the best version of yourself. Basically, we're becoming the best versions of ourselves together in this community. So I'm excited for today's podcast episode because it's probably the most requested question from my life coaching clients when they fill out their application. A lot of times it's like, I don't know what my purpose is. I want to find my purpose. Or I've been working in this career for 15 years and I don't feel happy, but I don't know what my purpose is and I feel really stuck in life. Um, I can totally relate to that. And so with this decade coming to an end, um, I'm hoping I'm going to walk you through how to find your purpose and hopefully you're going to gain some clarity and some understanding on what you're meant to do in this lifetime. So in today's episode, you're going to learn the law of Dharma, passion versus purpose, three questions for finding your purpose, and then what's going to hold you back from achieving it. But before we get into today's episode, I just have one thing to tell you, a little housekeeping. Um, I'm going to be holding a meditation circle next Tuesday, the 31st. It's New Year's Eve. I figured you all have that day off. So at 12 p.m. PST, I'm going to be walking you through a 2020 visualization meditation circle, which pairs perfectly with this episode. A lot of times you know what your purpose is, but you are too scared or there's a lot of fear or you just don't think you're good enough to allow yourself to go and achieve them. And when we do a meditation style that's called visualization, which means that I'm just going to be walking you through a visualization exercise. So your eyes are going to be closed and I'm going to have you, um, you know, just take you through a little journey and we're going to visualize, you know, where you want to be in five years, where you want to be in 10 years. Like what vision do you have for yourself in your life? Um, many of us don't ever take the time to allow ourselves to do that. So I thought it would be so nice to do that together. So it's going to be on December 31st, 12 p.m. PST. It's 20 bucks. If you want to get your ticket, just scroll down to the show notes and get your ticket there. Super excited. And if you, uh, there will be a replay that's sent out. And if you can't make it live, but you still want to do the meditation, sign up. You'll get the replay. It is just as good listening to the replay um, versus live. All right, so let's get into it. The first thing I want to address is the finding your purpose thing. So a lot of times we think that we the answers to our problems, the answers to our life are outside of ourselves. We're finding things, we're reading things, we're looking for it outside of ourselves. But the alternative solution that I want to to just like put out there for you is that 
the answers to all your problems and questions, you know. And a lot of times, like I said, like you just don't allow yourself to express it or you block yourself from feeling it. So I'm going to be interchanging the word finding for creating time to time. So we're going to be creating your purpose today, not just finding it. Um, This, like the finding your purpose thing, it's an active state. It's not like you just sitting there and waiting for it to come to you or, you know, one day you're having your lunch and all of a sudden you have this epiphany. Like most of the time, it's not like that. You have to go and take aligned action, inspired action towards things. And that's what's going to create your purpose for you and with you and just make itself available for you to see it. Okay. So, You'll see, you'll hear me um, interchange creating for finding, and that's why. So one thing, um, the first thing is I want to talk to you guys about the law of dharma. I learned this for the first time this year myself. Um, As you guys know, I've been kind of on a really big spiritual journey. All of 2019 was basically lots of crying, (laughs) lots of introspection for me. And I learned something called the law of dharma. And it is the seventh and last law in Deepak Chopra's seven spiritual laws of success. And what he says is, um, or what the law of dharma is, is that it is the law that everyone has a purpose in life and that we each have a unique gift or special talent to give others. And I bring this up because I think a lot of us feel hopeless sometimes. We're like, I don't have a purpose in life. There's nothing special about me. I don't know what I'm meant to do. And then you kind of get into victim mentality and that becomes this downward spiral and you just stop trying and you stop doing and you just feel really sorry for yourself. So I love this law because it is proving to you like you do have a purpose in life. And I firmly believe this. I 110% down to my bones know that there is nobody else on this earth just like you with your unique gifts, your unique talents, your experiences, what you've gone through, how you've overcame your struggles and what you've learned from them and how you can help others or extend a handout or just be a role model, a mentor, a friend, like there's no one else like you. And we are each born with a unique purpose in life. When I had first heard this concept, I was um, a junior or a senior in college. I had just started working out. I just started doing personal development. And I was in city and regional planning. That was my major. I think it was junior. I was doing city and regional planning. I had no idea what my purpose was in life. I went to college because... I knew that I've, I got kicked out when I was 18. I don't know if you guys know part of my story, but my father was in the military. I kind of had a hard childhood. My parents did the best that they could, but I didn't have a purpose in life. All I knew was I wanted to help people. And I was like, I don't know what that's going to look like. So at 18, 17, I'm applying for colleges because I just knew that if I stayed in my hometown, like nothing was going to happen with me. I was like, I'm not going to be able to get a good job. I just had this like big end goal of going to college. If I go to college, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to figure it out. I'll get loans. I can live in the dorms. All of them find roommates. Like I can make my life happen for myself. So I chose city planning because it was the easiest major to get into Cal Poly San Luis Obispo with. That's it. Um, And I kind of justified it because I was like, well, I really want to help people. I grew up in Japan. It's so much more walkable there. The cities are so different. Maybe I can bring some of those concepts 
into city planning in America. And that was the reason I gave myself and others onto like why I chose city planning. But I, I literally did not know what I wanted to do. I had no purpose in life. My only purpose in life was to not get pregnant and not be unsuccessful. Like I was like, I just want to be successful. <laughs> I know I have to go to school. So anyways, um, when I heard this concept that like, wow, we each have a unique gift. We each are special and we do have a special calling on our life. That's when it hit me. Like I meant to help others. And then that year is when I found my passion. So your passion is an intense desire or enthusiasm for something. And my passion had been exercise. I discovered fitness. It was the first time I put myself first. I liked feeling strong. And it was my senior year that was like, you know what? I'm going to be a personal trainer after I graduate. Um, You know, forget that I spent all this money on this degree. I feel like this is my passion and my purpose. I'm going to pursue it. Um, You know, people had things to say and whatnot, but I didn't care what other people thought because I knew um, at the time I didn't know it was a law of dharma, but I just knew that I had a specific purpose in life and my purpose was to help others and the vehicle in which I wanted to help them, which was my passion at the time, was fitness. So um, this brings me into what passion versus purpose is. So like I said, passion from the Webster Dictionary is an intense desire or enthusiasm for something. Purpose is the reason for which something is done or created for which something exists. I know that's really, really wordy. Um, I found another definition for purpose, which I love, um, which is from Angela Duckworth. She says, at its core, the idea of purpose is the idea that what we do matters to people other than ourselves. Okay, I'm going to say that again. At its core, the idea of purpose is the idea that what we do matters to people other than ourselves. So it's what you do outside of yourself. Um, So knowing this, knowing that you do have a purpose, you do have a unique gift, and because of the law of dharma, and um, something I forgot to mention is that because it's one of his seven spiritual laws of success, is that if you want to be successful in life, which means if you want to be happy and filled with joy and have fulfillment, you have to find your dharma. You have to live in accordance with what your purpose is and be in alignment with it. And this is where I think people get really mixed up because, and this is where I want to talk about passion versus purpose and how we can intertwine them. But sometimes your purpose will have passion and sometimes it won't. So don't get trapped into thinking that your passion has to be your purpose or that both are going to bring you income. I think that's huge because with social media, super, super popular these days, and I know a lot of you are, um, we're all into fitness. We've got the fitness social media influencers. We see people, you know, traveling to Bali and, you know, doing all this stuff. And and that's, that's, their, that's their job. That's how they're making money. It's like, wow, like they're Their passion is fitness and they're able to make money through fitness. What am I doing wrong? Fitness is my passion. So that's number one is that your passion is not always going to be your purpose. Um, Your passion is the enthusiasm behind what you're doing. And it's important that your passion 
also has endurance because if you have a passion for nursing, but you don't have the endurance to keep achieving it and you think that, oh, because your motivation is down, maybe you aren't meant to really pursue that and then you quit. So I think this is where people get mixed up. Um, little, The littlest things in life that we do all have a purpose. Being a stay-at-home mom is a purpose. Being of service to others is a purpose. Um, being a great sister or a great aunt, like that is purpose. And purpose does not have to be this like all huge big thing. Going back to what Deepak Chopra's um, um, definition was, he says it's a unique gift or special talent to give to others. And in, um, in the law of Dharma, what he asks us to do in order to find it, in order to live by it, is to seek your higher self is to discover your unique talents, ask yourself how you're best um, suited to serve humanity, and then using those unique talents to serve others or bring unlimited bliss and abundance. So if you have a unique gift of being funny, your purpose in life made to bring joy and humor to others. And you might never get paid for that, but that's okay. You living in accordance with your law of Dharma and bringing that humor and joy and love and laughter into people's lives, whether it be your family or your strangers or your coworkers, that's you living with purpose. You see what I mean? It's like you're being funny to serve others and be outside of yourself, like not just to serve you. So I think this is where I definitely got mixed up in this when I, you know, started social media and I was looking at what everyone's doing and I was like, wow, like I want to have a million followers and be able to make a huge impact on helping people with their fitness. Like that's my purpose. (laughs) And you know, I don't have a million followers and I don't impact millions of people, but that's okay. I hope that's making sense. And it's a hard to share something really vulnerable like that, but I, I want you to know that, um, your purpose, it's not, it's not measured in how big it is. It's measured in the amount of joy and fulfillment that you feel inside by doing it. I feel so much joy and fulfillment when I talk to one person and I make an impact in one person's life. And that is me living my purpose. It doesn't have to be a million people. If it is great, but the, it's the same feeling of impacting one person versus a million. Okay. So, um, Angela Duckworth, um, I mentioned one of her quotes earlier. She wrote a great book. It's called Grit. I highly recommend it if you haven't read it yet. And there is a quote, like a little story that she shares in that, which I'm going to share with you. It's really short. So, um, this is about purpose. Okay, ready? Three bricklayers are asked, what are you doing? The first says, I am laying bricks. The second says, I am building a church. The third says, I am building the house of God. The first bricklayer has a job, the second has a career, and the third has a calling. And what she means by calling is the third is living in alignment with their purpose. They have a purpose. They're all doing the same thing, but the third has a purpose because he's looking at it with that perspective shift. So if you are working in corporate, and you are having the mindset of that first person that says, I'm laying bricks, oh, I'm working in corporate, build up on that. How can you then make that a career, right? I'm building a church, 
the career in corporate is, you know, however you want to outline that. And then say again to be, how can you make it so that that is your purpose and it has a calling? And it's something that you're doing just outside, something that you're doing outside of yourself. I think that's so, so powerful. And I think that's going to help you create your purpose because your purpose is inside of you. It's something that you have been doing. You probably just haven't realized it. So now... Let's get into three questions for finding your purpose. The first one is, looking back on my life, what is the one main underlying theme of all that I've done and accomplished with joy for others? And I want you to answer this as a kid, like as a child, as a teen, as an adult, at church, for my family, with my sports, Anything, everything and anything. Because remember, how you do one thing is how you do everything. And everywhere you go, there you are. Um, So look back on your life. What's that main underlying theme? For me, it was always to help. As a kid and a teen, um, I, and also like babies, I would always babysit. I would always go play with other people's kids. And I would do it for joy, not because I wanted to help the parent, not because I wanted to like, you know, be a good teen or be a good kid. It was purely for the joy. Like I love kids and babies so much, you guys. So I know one of my purposes in life is to be a mom. Like I just know it. I feel it. I am meant to be a mother. Like that's one of my purposes. And, um, when I, when I look at that purpose with the, with that story that I told you, like, the calling of what being a mom means to me is um, like m- making a human who's going to do good in this world. Like that is how you can see being a mom is, is where your purpose is at. So I hope that's making more sense. Question number two, which part of my current job do I love doing and would continue to do even if I didn't get paid? Okay, so let me tell you the reason behind this question. If you are currently hating your job and you're saying that you are not happy, this is not where you want to be, you're sucking all the joy out of your soul, um, stop being a victim and start looking for the silver lining. Because if you can't find the silver lining in this, that quote I just said, everywhere you go, there you are. The next job you find, that next purpose-filled journey you go on is going to end up the same. So right now in this job that you have, I know that there's one thing that you would do, continue to do without even getting paid. Maybe that is always having the coffee pot filled. Like you, you love that feeling of doing that and seeing the joy on someone's face when they walk into the break room. Maybe that is mentoring the younger people at your company office. Maybe that's yeah, being a safe space for them to ask questions, to share what they're going through and to offer support. Uh, maybe it's to plan the happy hour or like team meetings or whatever it is like find that one thing that you would do and not get paid maybe it's training others educating the the new people I know there's one thing and the reason why I want you to do this is because uh remember how I talked about enthusiasm we need to have enthusiasm for the long run and if you're not going to get paid for something that is a surefire way to know that that is enthusiasm in the long run and it's not just a firework so we want this enthusiasm to be a compass for your life and a compass to aim you in the right direction like 
this is really good. This feels good. I'm having so much fun doing it and I would do it even if I didn't get paid. Great. You're going in the right direction versus it being a firework. You just do do it for fun, do it a lot all the time and then you burn and fizzle out and you just don't have any more motivation to go after it. That's that all or nothing mentality thing, right? Okay, question number three is what is my superpower? What is it? I know you got one. Mine is um, a couple different things, but my biggest superpower is, and I think I feel like I've talked about this on the show before. Um, if you put me in a room with strangers, I could find something in common with. Um, so if it says ten strangers, nine out of ten, I can like for sure. Maybe ten and ten. I don't know. I've never gone to, with ten people, but I can always find something in common with anybody that I meet, which makes me highly relatable, which makes it so that people feel safe with me. So they are then able to um, share secrets and talk about really vulnerable things. And I hold space for them. I'm a great listener. I'm empathetic. I'm very compassionate. And therefore, I'm able to help them work through something that they're going through or just be a sounding board for them to share something. Like, I don't always have to fix and offer advice. I just sit there and listen. Um, So that's one of my superpowers. And lo and behold, that has turned into life coaching. I started off as a personal trainer. I have trained over 100 people, I think, in the last like six years. Um, Ten of those people have been with me for over four years. Um, you know, consistently as clients training in the gym. And so I, my superpower is being able to, to talk to people and right. I would talk to people for free, like for free. And I do do it. I randomly call my followers on IGT on IG video. I invite people on for coaching calls for the show. I, um, have done so many free coaching calls in the past because I would honestly do that for free. (laughs) And I do do it for free and I don't get tired of it. It's I have enthusiasm for it. I have passion for it and I have purpose for it. And so I think that's the key on finding your purpose on what to continue to explore and pursue is what would you do for free for the rest of your life that also has your purpose intertwined in it. And I think that's a great way and the, and the way to get there is to find what your superpower is. Maybe you're really great at teaching people how to do things. Maybe you're really great at simplifying hard concepts. Maybe you're an amazing cook and a nurturer um no superpower is not good enough so using this let's segue into what's going to hold you back you are going to hold you back and the biggest thing that's going to hold you back from pursuing your purpose finding your purpose creating your purpose is the lack of self-belief in yourself thinking that you don't deserve it and thinking that you're not good enough like huge, 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 huge. I bet you know what your purpose is. I bet you have all these amazing ideas to how you can help people, how you can serve people or um, party planning a party at your office, like being the bartender and planning a party. Like your purpose might just be that is to be the fun person in everyone's life. And that brings you so much joy. Like you don't have to be a business owner or an entrepreneur to have a purpose driven life. And that's like the number one thing I want you guys to understand. When you don't believe in yourself, when you don't think you're deserving of happiness and you don't think you're good enough, you're going to block every single opportunity to be living out your purpose. 
okay? Um, another thing that's going to hold you back is thinking that your purpose is meant to make you money and it's about making money. It's not about making money. And this is twofold because yes, we got to pay our bills, uh, but the more you make it about money, the more resistance that you're going to feel and the more blocks that you're going to encounter that are going to be self-made. Not taking action is another one. Um, so this whole process of creating your purpose, you have to take action towards it and that's inspired action and aligned action. So they're both kind of the same thing, but basically when something piques your interest, take some action steps towards that. Um, you know, personal training and and fitness piqued my interest when I was a senior in college. I took action towards it. I started training people like in my backyard with like my pink bozu. That's the only equipment I had, but I did it. And I was like, well, I really like it. I'm really good at this. So you have to not let fear get in the way and just take small steps towards it. Maybe you decide to, um, um, like wherever, whatever you've written down in your notes, like take one thing from that and schedule that into your calendar and just do it, try it out. And if it, and if you like it and it feels good, keep pursuing it. Um, another thing that's going to hold you back, not having perseverance and grit. This is huge. Um, you got to stop quitting. Like life is not meant to be easy all the time. It's not meant to be suffering, but like life is going to be hard and you have to persevere and you have to have grit. I highly recommend reading that book that I uh, talked about earlier, Angela Duckworth. It's called Grit, Passion and Perseverance. Um, Oh, I have it here. The power of passion and perseverance. So if you're on YouTube, you can see it. And um, actually, I'll have it linked down in the show notes. It is so good because she really outlines what the science of grit is and how it's not talent that gets you far, but it's skill and effort. That's what equals achievement. Talent and skill equals effort, but then effort and skill to effort time skill equals achievement. That's how you're going to go and achieve things in life. You got to get the skill first and that means persevering. I had to train lots and lots and lots of people in order to become a good personal trainer. I had to talk to lots and lots and lots of people in order to become a good talker. Um, remember how I said my superpower is being relatable? I moved every one to three years. By the time I was in seventh grade, I had gone to seven different schools. I learn the skill of small talk, the learn of finding out things about people, the the skill of um, just, just being relatable and friendly and um, open and inviting. And that's what made people want to be my friend. So when you take that skill and then you multiply that by effort. So I put in the effort of learning how to be a trainer, learning the different exercises, going to seminars and workshops and certifications to learn everything there is about everything about exercise. Then I did that with nutrition. Then I did that with competing. I competed over and over and over and over again so that I could have the achievement in the competition prep world. After that, what happened? I found effort and achievement in doing life coaching. Um, Started life coaching every single personal training client I have, every single fitness client I had, got on a bunch of calls, um, did it all for free, and then I developed the achievement and the skill of being a life coach, right? I hope that made sense. I just went on a huge tangent. The last thing that's going to hold you back 
is societal norms. Thinking that, um, who am I to achieve this? I'm 35 years old. I don't have kids. I want to be a nurse. I have to drop everything, go back to school. What are people going to think of me? Who cares what people think of you? I think it's amazing that you finally discovered what your purpose is and that you have the audacity and the balls to go pursue it, right? So don't let societal norms hold you back. Don't let yourself hold you back, biggest thing of all. And your purpose is not stupid. Your purpose is... Um, there's no such thing as a stupid purpose, as a purpose that's too small or not good enough or not significant. Your purpose simply is really to, to share that unique talent about yourself with others so that you feel good about yourself too. Because I think a big thing in life is not only receiving, but giving and giving that special talent of of ourselves to others, whether that be humor or love or great food or, the power of relatability, um, this is what's going to help the world elevate. It's going to help you elevate. So that is it. I hope that you found this episode insightful. I hope that you got some clarity from it. Just to give you a quick recap, um, the three questions, so you can write them down now if you haven't written them down yet, are looking back on my life, what is the one main underlying theme of all all that I've done and accomplished with joy for others as a kid, as an adult, as a teen, at work, at home, in activities, at church, and sports? Which part of my current job do I love doing and would continue to do even if I didn't get paid, right? We need to have enthusiasm for the long run. And last one, what is my superpower? Answer those three things. Take your time. Don't rush it. Your answers will change, but that is going to help you start. um, It's going to help you get you on the path to figuring out your purpose and living your purpose and creating your purpose. So that's it for me today, guys. Uh, Thank you so much. I'll see you guys next week. Same time, same place. Have an amazing day. And don't forget to be your highest self.